0: Well, what is up all of you Ugnats and Jawas out there, and welcome back to another episode of Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller, and joining me this week is our co-host through hologram format, Zach Horvath. How are you doing, sir?
1: Oh, I'm good. I, like I said, I, I, I got the blue, uh, <laughs> stole it from you, and uh, you rocking the green. We're both, uh, I think we're both feeling pretty good this week, so I'm excited to talk about uh, Bad Batch, and I want to hear some thoughts from our guest.
0: Yes, Jacob Keller is back with us in studio for another episode. Uh, It's been a while because you have not been here with us to talk about the Bad Batch since the premiere, so I am very intrigued to hear your thoughts on the Bad Batch this week. Maybe you'll pull some things from previous episodes that maybe me and Zach completely missed.
2: Oh, yeah, I will. What are you doing, though, by the way? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, Week's been good. It's been really hot at work, and there's been lots of chiggers. (laughs) Chiggers? I hate chiggers so much. I know. Clearly,
0: we are rednecks with the way he just said (laughs) chiggers.
1: Hey, I hate a daggum chigger now i hate them <laughs> yeah i hate mosquitoes
2: and i hate chiggers but chiggers ah. are the worst for me like my body reacts to them the worst out of all of them ah it sucks man. um yeah i've seen them. snakes at work um turtles it's been really Dang. cool though uh really that's interesting cool. That's interesting. Did you
0: have a did you have a question for Jacob that I cut you off?
1: No. No, I was gonna say it's a good episode to have Jacob on because um there's a I think there's a good bit to talk about and in terms of what happened this episode and what it's been been building up towards, and we finally kind of you know came to a head here. But I'm excited to get into it. So um we'll do it like we normally do it. Um but this time around, Mm -hmm. we are not gonna talk about the news as much. This is gonna be strictly spoiler discussion of episode seven battle scars um we are mixing it up this week because there was a lot of news uh a a lot of news a Um, lot of news so we actually um we we put that on our youtube channel we we actually did a live stream and um because we just Thought it'd be a better format for you guys so you didn't have to deal with both news and Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Split it up. So if you want to check that out, it's on our YouTube. Uh, But also, um, this episode will be on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube, but also podcast form. So uh, we wanted to make you guys aware of what's going on and the changes we're making. And and Keller, correct me if I'm wrong on any of that.
0: No, you're 100% correct. Uh, We did live stream our Star Wars news segment on Friday night, the 11th of June. So if you missed that, go check it out on our YouTube channel. Uh, If you want to continue to get Star Wars news from us, honestly, I am personally currently leaning toward going that route while we have the Bad Batch going. We're probably looking at doing live streams. Thursday nights is what we're leaning toward and then continuing with our Monday morning releases on podcasts and YouTube of the Bad Batch. And that's just our current plans for while the Bad Batch is going on. And then we'll come back to it and readjust, reassess if we need to once the Bad Batch finishes. Uh, We just felt like... I think I said this on the live stream. Star Wars is just too important. We love it too much to rush these things, rush these topics, rush these news pieces. We want to give it justice. Uh, We want to give the bad batch some justice. So we feel the need to break those two things apart, enjoy each other's company a little bit more, have some more fun instead of just like bang, bang, bang news, news, bad batch, bad batch.
1: (laughs) And for, for you guys, the listeners as well, uh, we don't want to bog you down with, you know, three hour episodes. So, um this is just a better way we think and we're going to try it out so be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel um it's worth your time you can see our goofy faces you can see us with our awesome uh Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. our awesome colors um (laughs) usually gives a little insight of how we're feeling so uh, yeah uh we're just happy to have you guys and so without further ado let's get into it uh episode seven battle scars this is spoiler i've already said that but Uh, Spoilers, so if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Come back. Let's do what we normally do. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're going to take to Twitter. At MandoTalk, follow us on Twitter and join in on the conversation. We always do a poll asking what are uh, the fans' overall impressions, at least our followers. And um, let's get into it. So first time, I think, we uh, have 0% on Not For Me. It's about so,
0: time. I boys. can't believe it.
1: Um, <laughs> and then for uh, the next two t or, or you know next two options we have it's okay and good but not great and those sit at about four and a half percent. And then for the top tier we got ninety one percent. Yep. Yes.
0: This that, is by far the biggest landslide of a vote we've had on any episode in the yep. bad batch at this point
1: and i have to agree 100 percent. just dropping my hot take in here yeah. i believe that this one was definitely top tier for bad mm. batch um i adored this episode start to finish i was locked in i mm-hmm. was just so happy with every all the character development we were getting but also pushing yeah. the story forward That's all I can ask for in a great episode of of Bad Batch, but uh, just, you know, Star Wars in general. And I think they just hit the ground running and they knew what they were trying to do with this episode. Um, So I agree. I did choose top tier when I chose. Um, Jacob, what were your thoughts on uh, old Bad Batch? Uh, Episode
2: seven? Episode episode seven. seven. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I loved uh, Rex in there oh i just loved how he had this uh he had this um character of like knowing a lot more than mm. when we left him at the end of clone wars and it's almost like if there was a wise old clone then captain rex would be it and i love i love the vibes that. he gave off yeah. i gotta
1: agree with you like he, he came off as like a almost like a gunslinger if if i'm being completely honest when he's sitting in there but also just his wise like when they say they haven't gotten i I don't want to get into it but when they say they haven't gotten them taken out yet and he like immediately is just like Mm -hmm. i don't trust you i thought that was amazing so sorry keep going
2: no and uh, like in terms of the whole show like so far yeah i've loved it I love it.
0: Yeah. Now how would you compare this one with all the cuz I know you just like had to recently binge watch the majority of them, correct? Mm-hmm. So how would you compare this episode to the other ones that came before it?
2: Mm-hmm. How do I put it? It's got a lot more to do with um like their identity as clones, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's a
1: lot deeper in yeah. in, in the In in the themes, at least that's how I've interpreted it. Yeah,
2: instead of where instead of it's like a mission to, you know, uh, get supplies or something like that, or fulfill a bounty or something. It's like you know, getting in touch with Rex. Okay, there's the inhibitor chips. Okay, and now like there's that whole thing that kind of like they have to wrap. They have to wrap their uh, relationship to each other around that and get over that. And yeah, it
1: felt way less of a video game this week to me. And I think that's why I love it so much. Caleb, what's your thoughts on it? I would echo exactly what
0: you just said. The past few episodes for me have very much felt video game story mode. Here's a mission. Get it done. Here's what you get. Collect your coins, collect whatever, whatever it is, whatever the case may be. This one was really character-driven. And to be honest, though, as soon as I saw Rex, top tier, let's go. I'm in. I'm all in. Hashtag all in, like Zach likes to say. Yeah. Um, I know I was all about Rex in my quick takeaway video on YouTube that I release on Friday mornings. It's, it's just hard to beat. And I know, again, another plug here in Discord, in our Bad Batch spoiler thread, when I see Rex or when I see Ahsoka, that for me is star Wars animation home. And it's just, it takes you back to when this animation um, process began at Lucasfilm and star Wars so many years ago, it feels like now. Um, And it's evolved so much since then. Like initially it was just like, Oh, this is just for kids, but I guess it's kind of fun to where now we got shows, podcast shows, YouTube shows breaking these things down weekly and mm-hmm. yeah, that just led me down a, an emotional tangent there, but that's what Rex does. And I think that's extremely important and really cool to see that character make an arrival into the bad batch.
1: Yep, you I, I agree. I, I just, uh, I think both of you guys are right where I'm at. I love this episode. I, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it uh, to hit me as much as it did. Um, and I'm very happy about it. So without yeah. further ado, Caleb, I'm gonna let you uh, get into the the deep. Let's do this
0: thing. We are gonna, you know, go through the the show like we always do, and we're gonna break it down even further than just our initial takeaways that we typically give right there at the top. So, at the very beginning of the episode, it looks like there's a time jump from where we last saw them in the previous episode because they're finishing a job for Sid. And my big Mm -hmm. takeaway though with this, when they're finishing that job is I think the Bad Batch is really starting to see the negatives of of the bounty hunter life. They got the costs that are starting to build up, the lifestyle, the rugged type of environment that they're currently having to deal with, and the list goes on. Mm -hmm. And I think Hunter specifically is really starting to see that and starting to internally struggle with that. And I will say this is the first episode where... I wasn't happy with Sid, man. Sid didn't blow me away uh, of all of the episodes that she's been in so far. So, Zach, what did you think of that opener? What did you think about maybe my interpretation of the bounty hunter lifestyle for them? Because I know that was one thing that you were really excited about seeing the past couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, I I did want to see more um, of the bounty hunter stuff. However, I think I like this angle. Uh, more than, than actually them being bounty hunters because it adds to the depth of especially Hunter where he's saying, like, you can just see it on his face. He's like, maybe this is not sustainable. Like, we've got to figure something else out here because this sucks. We're doing all this hard stuff. She's getting or, or it's getting a huge amount of money and we're getting like three of the little chips or whatever. It's like, all right. And then she's like, you owe me a debt. I owe oh, you a debt. Oh yeah. Uh, cost your fuel, your docking. It's like, all right, this is how we're going to yeah. play this. So, um, I think he's definitely starting to, uh, to break, but what I like about it more than just that is we're seeing hunter start to question where their place is going to be going forward. Yeah. Kind of what Jacob was alluding to is what is a life of a clone now? like mm-hmm. are are you, are you just supposed to be nothing or a bounty hunter or like rex kind of just a mysterious figure that you know pops up w- what's life and prediction time i think right. this is this is setting the seeds of them joining the rebellion um yeah. i <laughs> i think um, yeah. i think what this is telling us is these guys are good, right? They're good people. They don't want to yeah. hurt anybody That yeah. in terms of like, civilians or whatever. Yeah, they've got a moral compass. They bet perfect. They have a moral compass, and that basically puts them in the rebel corner, in my opinion. Mm. So yeah. I think that's where we're headed, and I think that's what this episode, at least the beginning, was telling us. Yeah. And then by the end, I think it was really heavy-handed of like, come on we got better yeah, stuff to be yeah. doing than being a freaking bounty hunter Yeah, so, and i was um, just
2: thinking that right before you mentioned that mm-hmm. and i want to say also that what i took away from that opener was that they're starting to see that these people that they have bounties for or these different critters that they have bounties for <laughs> um you know no questions asked whoever gets that being that person. Uh, you don't know what happens to them, and they're starting to see that, and see how you know, like Sid said, they could the the critter could have been the person's pet, or it could have been put in their stew, and um, you know, it's just like a lack of regard for life. And it's the moral um, compass
1: that that you're talking yeah. about. It it starts to show whether you have one or you don't, and it's just a job. Yeah. Yeah. I love but, it. Um,
0: and I thought the opening scene was a great setup for the rest of this episode. And specifically, we got the hooded character sitting in the corner. Um, I Once I saw that hooded figure, I, I was thinking that's that's our guy that's the person that was the contact from last week's episode rafa and trace reached out to didn't know who it was initially but then we see that 501st armor poke out from his sleeves of that robe Mm -hmm. and immediately at that moment i was like there he is it's captain rex he's back i will say this though for me personally i was surprised that rex was uh in it in this season this soon i guess For me, I was surprised that we got a payoff to that mystery character this soon as well, Mm -hmm. because all of these plot things that they've set up so far, they've been putting off for a couple of episodes until they actually get to it. So I was actually personally really surprised that we went straight to this. We got our answer. We now know that the contact for Rafa and Trace was Captain Rex. And it led to a phenomenal scene between Rex and the crew where Rex detects that Wrecker is having those bad headaches due to the inhibitor chips. So a lot of cool moments there. Um, Zach, go
1: ahead. What were your thoughts from all of these different moments? So I have a unique perspective on it, I would say, in the sense of I don't have this this, um, tie to Captain Rex. Mm-hmm. So when he he came on scene or on screen, I should say, I knew of him. Um, I didn't know the history of him, if I'm being completely honest. So I was like, all right, this dude seems like a beast. You know, they ha- show a lot of respect to him. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> so he's got to be a big deal. Right. I mean, I, I, I knew he was, but um, it's just nice as a as a new viewer them still giving the ties to satisfy you guys, but also let me know this dude's legit. And great point. You should you should care for him because if the bad batch, he's a reg, as they say, and they are respecting him. That's a big deal. Um,
2: yeah, they like like drop everything as soon as they realize it's him,
1: exactly. And then we get the amazing, you know, uh, like you said, the payoff. I did not expect to get the payoff that quick. I'm very happy they did. Uh, like it goes back to what I said at the beginning this scene, this entire episode was just gassing through all the there was no breathing points through the whole episode, and that made me happy. Um, but man, when when record starts you know getting them headaches and i'm like oh here we go here you we go right man well i was right. right but also i was like i'm worried because yeah. I, I yeah I, i'm like oh no what's about to freaking happen right. um but i, I just love this entire this entire scene from the moment we yeah. see the eyes and then you know going in i, I loved it yeah
0: i just love the idea of us and when i say us i mean people like me and Jacob who have seen the clone wars. um, Mm -hmm. uh, We know all of this information about inhibitor chips. We know what Rex had to go through, what Rex had to see. And it's great for him to portray that knowledge and that wisdom and that torture that he had to deal with to the bad batch and share the information of look, that inhibitor chip is a lot bigger of a deal than you guys are making it out to be. And you guys need to get those things removed immediately. And this brings me to my next thing that I really want to talk about. They ask, how do we get them out? And Rex says, great question. I'll be in touch. When I first heard that, because again, putting my clone wars hat on Ahsoka was the one that aided in Rex's inhibitor chip being removed. So Rex personally does not know the process of how to get it out ahsoka does mm-hmm. so when i heard him say great question i'll be in touch my immediate own head headcanon and i'm going to keep it that way until proven otherwise is that he had to have reached out to ahsoka they are in contact uh potentially secretly working together already who knows jacob i'll go to you since you uh are very into rex and knowing about his background what, what are your thoughts on, on those things? Do you think they're in contact with each other? Without a doubt. Let's go.
2: Without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, who else? He says it like that, and it's like, who else? I mean, it's obvious he, got, he has to find out how to do it. Mm-hmm. So who else would he go to? Right. I because agree. like
1: he says in the show, like I was the one getting it done to. I don't know like mm-hmm. how this works. Um, but it's so.
2: funny because he never says who it was the entire episode, but we know who it was. So basically, what I'm saying to you, Zach, is you need to watch the final <laughs> season of Clone Wars. No, 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 at no,
0: least. no, no. He needs to watch all of it. Yes, all of yeah. it.
2: You need to watch all <laughs> yeah. of it, but you need to at least watch the final season of Clone okay. Wars because it's just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm um, opening okay. all the way to the end. I I think Caleb thinks that there's slow moments, but I'm like, whatever. I love all of it, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, but I will add to that, though. And I, I don't know, maybe. And this is this
0: is where this show Mando Talk, I think, has value. Zach is let's be honest. Zach is a great representation of the fan base. A lot of the fan base hasn't seen the animated stuff. So this is a great discussion to have here for me. I got emotional when Rex was explaining all of this to the Bad Batch because I knew what we had just seen in the final season and the pain that he went through. Zach, I'm interested to see, like, was that a thing that ticked for you on your radar? Or was it just, you know, a cool moment of finally getting to know some info about Rex and yada, yada, yada?
1: Yeah, so I didn't know the details of exactly what he'd been through, but the way they wrote the scene and and animated him, you could tell he's seen some stuff like you can tell this dude has been through it. And if he's saying you need to get the chips out, you got to get them out immediately. Like that's the vibes I got. And I think they, they nailed um, just, just the entire feeling of the scene and the urgency of, Oh my God, you haven't gotten them out yet. Do it now. This dude's a ticking time bomb. You're all ticking time bombs. Omega, we got to get out of here. Like I, that, that I was just like, Oh, Oh, okay. So no, it's a big deal. Like it's a huge deal. Um, so I, I love that and they just did a great job. I thought.
0: Yeah. And adding to that huge deal thing, I just thought of something random. I feel like Rex is finally the one character that has made a huge deal about Omega being a female clone. Yes.
1: Yes. Thank you. No one,
0: no one else has acted like that's a big deal. And finally Rex is, just calls it out. I've never
1: seen a clone like you before. Thank you. Yes, when I was freaking I'm watching the show I'm like, "Thank you. No yeah. one has been like, "Oh my god, you don't look like us. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like a trillion other clones I've seen." Like yeah. uh, it, it's a big deal. It's it is yeah. got oh. to be
2: a big deal. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. And hey, another thing that I thought was cool was how Omega was just able to look at him and tell, mm. "Oh, you're generation 1."
1: Oh yeah, a great moment. Great yeah. moment. I
2: loved I loved all the characters in this episode.
1: Um, but but I thought that scene with Omega, Wrecker, and Rex from here yeah. going on. I thought they just they were awesome because yeah. I Omega, she has man, she's gotten so much better for me. Because you guys yeah. know episode yeah. one, I was like, well, I right, boys, I don't know. The voice, the character, I don't know. Yeah. but man she has really grown and i I've, i i yeah. love this character now um and yeah. what a great moment oh yeah yeah you're gen one okay yeah <laughs> yeah it, it was nice little comedic
2: there for me um no but i thought it was just like it's so cool how um i think it's cool how omega is just like the most discerning member of the squad okay and she's just a kid and second only to her is hunter
1: you took Would you say that i
2: took that would you
1: say that she's force
2: sensitive
1: in that in that there's there's
0: your proof there's your (laughs) she can just look at someone and like oh i know exactly what you are Mm, she can carbon date (laughs) them yeah (laughs) no my interpretation of it was she was basically saying you got wrinkles so i know you're gen one (laughs)
2: <laughs> and it wasn't
0: like a force sensitivity thing. That's why I was viewing it as comedic relief. I thought it was just her pointing out the wrinkles. Right. Yeah. Was that
2: not? But no, talk- like I'm taking it deeper to all the okay. other things throughout the entire I, see, show. I took it like. Able to notice things and put things together. Okay. Yeah. Where yeah. the rest of the crew is just like. oh.
1: <laughs> I took it. I took it exactly <laughs> like Jacob. I took it as she is thinking just deeper than the other guys and yeah. she sees his wrinkles and she's like "Hmm, all right you've been around a while you're yeah, you're genuine you again you've seen some stuff so hey hey um, i like it i like that's it. how i took it but all right cool we can move well, on Sorry. i
0: thought that that opening scene I, I think we've established this at this point was great it was a great way to open the show open this mm-hmm. episode and then again correct me if i'm wrong there's another time jump i think because the crew then meets rex on Braca. it's like rex now knows the answer so we skipped the whole in in our own head canon we skipped the whole part where rex communicated with ahsoka to figure out how to do this thing so i think it's pretty safe to say there was a time jump probably not a significant one but there could have been some things that went down but anyway the crew meets rex on Braca now I knew Broca sounded familiar, and I'm going to defer to Zach here on this because he is the gamer. Zach, is Braca not the opening planet in Jedi Fallen Order?
1: So, I will be honest. I did not look it up. Okay. But um, that is exactly where my mind went as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can't tell you for sure. I don't want to lie and, and tell you. If you listeners know, put in the comments or, or tweet at us, but um, I think... It would make sense that it was because I know that that was like a um a planet where they were working on all these wrecked uh, cruisers and whatnot. Right. But uh I don't know. Which yeah, that would look that would fit the mold exactly. I'll look it up as but yeah. You, yeah, go ahead and I'll look it up.
0: I think it'll I think it'll probably be a quick little search there. But if mm-hmm. that is the case, also I think the Scrapper Guild. When I typed that in Google real quickly, I saw that it made an appearance. In Jedi Fallen Order, so it would make sense then that that opening planet was in fact Braca. I mean, it, it looks just like it, smells just like it, feels just like it, so it is Braca. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that we're is that hypothesize is.
0: Hypothesize here. Hypothesize.
1: No, <laughs> I think you were right, sir. It says. Um, it says that. Yep, Scrapper Guild was found on the planet. um Trying to find where it was in Fallen Order but
0: it, I'm pretty sure it's the opening story
1: mode where you learn the controls. Oh, you're right. Cause that's where, um, that's order where he 60s. works or yeah. that's where he, uh, you know, is yeah. hiding out. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Hey,
0: okay, Good. We made that connection. And I'm sure those oh. of you listening are like, geez, yes, it's in it's all in order.
1: Gosh dang Move it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just got to check our sources here. All right. We yeah, want exactly. to tell you guys the right thing. So yes, that, that is what it looks like. And what a good freaking game. By the way, if you have a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, got to throw this out there. Next gen upgrade coming soon for free. Um, upgrade it. Play it again. It's worth it. I can't wait for Fallen Order 2 or whatever they call it. And yeah. I will uh, I'll
0: Or them. I just can't wait for them to finally decide to make a Red Dead Redemption Mandalorian video game. That's yeah. what I'm all about. Yeah. Come on.
2: Come on. But anyway, do it. Yeah do it but anyway but, let's get yeah. back
0: to the episode back on Braca,
2: yeah okay i want to say that i love the aesthetic of this place um it's just yes. like an entire planet that's nothing but the rusting mm. hulk of the remnants of the republic and it's just have you like all this... played fallen
1: order either one of you I, yes. I
2: i played it a little bit
1: not enough to beat the whole game but okay yeah. Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask you that because the, the game definitely gives you the vibes that you're going for as well, where mm-hmm. it's just this like a desolate, just, you know, you're going to break your neck just walking around this place. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, like when Hunter's walking around and he's like, don't go under the water, like don't yeah. get on the water line. It's like, yeah. yeah, don't because this place is sketchy. yeah.
0: Um, well, and I think <laughs> the visuals of the planet, mm-hmm. it matches that animation style, like Chef Chef's Kiss. Moi, mm-hmm. beautiful! Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would look as great, honestly, live action. Like that's just one of those places that fits that that
1: yeah. look perfect. Because I mean, it's a it's a planet, like you said, of just rusted old, destroyed things. Mm-hmm. and it would be cg anyways so it looks right. great that it it would be in the animation but the shot that i'm thinking of specifically is when they're flying in and it gives you that kind of wide view of just mm-hmm. like the whole area you're like oh my
2: gosh man this yeah. is crazy. Hundreds, upon hundreds of republic starships just it's, yeah. just i think destroyed. it's destroyed yeah i think it's crazy i think it's really cool to see that that's what's happened to a lot of those starships from you know the, the Clone Wars, and the refuse of that. Uh, I agree. Galactic War is just piled down on this planet, and yeah, yeah, it's really cool to see that.
0: Absolutely. Well, on this planet. They are going toward a medical... The the mission is to get to a medical bay on one of those cruisers because that's where Rex's inhibitor chip was removed. Now, on the way, though, literally in my notes, I think this is just the thing at this point. Wrecker gets wrecked. I mean, his name fits exactly what happens to him each and every single week. He (laughs) is trying to climb on this cable that is not strong enough to hold Wrecker. Falls down... Uh, it looks like a water sarlacc, is how I initially typed it in my notes. But when we saw it with subtitles, it actually said the creature name, but I can't like, remember what it was. It was like
1: Di- Dianoga. Or Dianoga. There you go. Dianoga. Yeah,
0: well,
2: apparently, yeah, I, there's Dianogas on Brock. Brock, I uh, thought it was I just know. a sarlacc okay. type thing. No, but exactly. <laughs> is, okay, do you remember the trash monster in A New Hope? Yeah, yes. That's the same kind of monster. Dude. Yeah. Whoa! I'm glad you're here. That's exactly what it was making me. Okay. When Hunter saw the bubbles in the water and was like, don't go in the water. That's exactly what it made me think of. Yeah.
1: Did of y'all the, anticipate hope? that? No. no,
2: dude, I didn't no, know. Didn't? I thought it was, I
1: thought it was that's gonna be exactly some like big it. lizard thing or something. Well, I don't know.
0: And I was thinking of the, and it might be the same thing. I might not just, I might just not be remembering it correctly. The, The thing that eats Grogu there for a second in season two of The Mandalorian with the Bo-Katan episode. Uh, Yeah, where it goes like... And then it gets the little ball or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember what they called that thing, but Mm. I thought it was going to be something like that. Uh, But regardless, Wrecker, again, busts his head on his way down there. That might have been the final thing to just tick him off. His inhibitor chip ticks off um, because his Aztec... And it, again, I kind of made fun of Zach for this last week, but it did look like tech was about to stab him with something.
1: Hey, yeah. I, I, <laughs> hey, I know. Um, What I, what I want to talk about on the wrecker uh, falling in the thing. Oh, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. All of that was just for his inhibitor chip to, to speed up, right? I mean, yeah. we, we know, uh, I think that's a while wow, that happened. However, very tense scene. I did not know mm-hmm. what was going to happen for a second there i was like oh 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 my gosh what's going on and i thought that was a very well done scene um just overall because i knew it was going to happen oh he's going to fall but then the way he falls and then the thing comes in and then he falls it's just a great series of events i thought yeah i agree i agree
0: well the inhibitor chip goes bad he chokes
2: tech what a scene things go down throws him against the wall yeah Uh, like and he's like um you're in direct violation of order 66 yeah (laughs) dude i loved this it was so
1: heartbreaking but so well done and he was scary like Mm -hmm. dude he was i mean he was intense especially when he's hunting omega here in a second i don't want to jump ahead but just this part right here where it where Whoever directed this episode did a great job. Mm-hmm. Like the cinematography of it, of it clicking and then him looking up and then saying that and just grabbing him. And you're just like, Oh no. And he just, boom. And just throws added
0: like the crunch of the bone noise in there for a split second. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, man.
2: Well, because it, I mean, cow. if you think <laughs> yeah. like
1: this dude is the strong guy, so he's yeah. going to wreck these people air quotes, wreck, um, yeah. Like, I I was very nervous because we talked about it last week. We knew it was coming up. We could feel it. Man, they went for it. They went farther than I thought they were going to go. I know we talked about, oh, maybe he'll almost go bad and then not go bad. He went bad. Yeah, he he went bad. He's throwing people. He's shooting people. I mean, he's, Mm -hmm. oh, man, it's crazy. But this one initial scene where he turns bad, I thought it was so well done
0: agree 100 and also to kind of add to your cinematography note there i also want to point out the score of those Mm -hmm. scenes as well it was like i I mentioned it to jacob as he was watching it for the first time i was like is that music not incredible and perfect Mm -hmm. for this Mm -hmm. so props to kevin kiner uh he does not get enough credit as far as his pieces that he does for star wars animation brings so much emotion to me so um, unfortunately, we know this is eventually going to happen. When John Williams is no longer able to do Star Wars scores, I would be thrilled if they gave Kevin Kiner that next step up and allowed him to then dive into Star Wars. I really think.
1: I really think they might. I really I think, think, it, think they might. Think I hope great. they do. I hope they do. Yeah, um, and don't go with like a Giacchino or someone that's already established. Like, yeah. I want, I want that to happen big time yeah, I think, he's I so think it'd be good. Great. He's so good.
2: Um, Jacob, what did you think of this scene? Um, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was on the edge of my seat. Um yep. uh, yeah. For sure. There isn't really much to say other than,
0: yeah, we were on our edge of
1: the seat. <laughs> yeah. It was
0: incredible. It was you, great action. You would have to watch it. It was exactly
1: it. what I wanted them to do that I didn't think they were gonna do. I did not think they were gonna turn let him go full bad but he went full bad and like um, not to, you know, steal any thunder here, but when he starts going after Omega. Yeah. Yeah. Called that one too. But um, uh, I mean, of course it's going to happen, but I thought she handled herself so well. And this is another tip in her cap. She was smart. She used, she looked around, she could, figure out she could fit through the hole. Like it, it was so well done in terms of character growth for her that she's finally stepping up and she's telling him, Hey, I'm your friend, please don't do this. Yeah. And, um, obviously I knew that he wasn't going to shoot her in the face. Right. Like they were yeah, we implying, that. <laughs> <laughs> but it still was very intense. And when he oh. opens that, that door up, that was like a horror movie, like vibes. Yeah. I mean, it was very, very good um and oh man hunter is awesome i love that he immediately goes into leader mode and doesn't see wrecker as his buddy he sees him as the problem like Mm -hmm. not that he's gonna murder him or anything but like he he immediately hides behind the thing he's like omega you stay with tech we're gonna go this way and then he's hiding behind the thing he throws his knife which was awesome then he gets on top of him trying to help him like i i just love hunter so much and he is definitely personally my favorite character in the show i i love him yeah um he is so deep in in the character and uh what he's capable to do but also being a leader and i just wanted to give him a shout out because i thought he killed fair enough yeah fair enough (laughs) Well, Rex does end up
0: stunning Wrecker to, you know, then get him on the procedure table, get the job done. They successfully remove the chips and another great character moment of Omega. She's like, no, absolutely not. I am not leaving Wrecker Mm -hmm. until he's fully conscious and he's back with us. Those moments right there are, are what's making me really like this show Um I'm getting, and I said it this in the takeaway video, so hard of brother-sister vibes between Wrecker and Omega, and they're playing that beautifully. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to continue to see that develop. And isn't it like as soon as he wakes up, she greets him with that Mantel mix yep, that they yeah. alluded to at the beginning yep. of the episode? It's Small so things good, like man. that
1: is just perfect (laughs) that's why i said the writing on directing on this episode is so good because they set it up and then it comes to fruition at the end and and the fact that he he kind of breaks down he's like i tried i don't want to do this i didn't want to but i couldn't Mm -hmm. stop and it's Mm -hmm. just it hit me i was like oh man that's so that's so you know rough because It's definitely been very well done, this brother-sister vibe. They have. Mm-hmm. I feel like they haven't beat us over the head with it. No. They've been very precise in where they place these moments, mm-hmm. and it is a good payoff for me.
0: Absolutely. Well, they allude to the fact that everyone in the crew then, after Wrecker wakes up from getting his inhibitor chip removed, they allude to the fact that everyone else gets their inhibitor chip removed. Mm-hmm. However... This is just me pinfall hat moment right now.
2: Overthinking.
0: <laughs> Overthinking. Yes, but that's what we do here. I did notice, and just to throw this out there, in case there are any additional people that think this for some reason, um, I did notice that you could see the actual bandage on everyone else's head, but Hunter. And I know Hunter's got a mop of hair, but are there any? I wonder if there's any thoughts between you two about maybe potentially Hunter didn't get his chip removed. Uh, for me, I don't think that's the case. I do think he got his removed. You just can't see it because of the hair. But I just wanted to throw that out there because that is one thing, one detail that I saw. What are y'all's thoughts? He definitely got it
1: removed. Okay, Rex wouldn't put up with that. Agreed. I think uh, I think he got it removed for Omega. Um, that's the main reason. Oh, that he was beautiful, man. <laughs> he doesn't want to. Oh, he doesn't want to murk her. Just not meaning yeah. to. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that scene with her when she's like, Hey, yo, like, look, this might kill you like this. I don't know. We got to be careful with this. And he says, the risk is worth it. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, man, I think that just solidifies that he did do it, but All right, great, perfect. great call because I did not uh, even think about
0: well, it. And I think, I think that's correct. It's something that I noticed when he was outside discussing with Rex one-on-one mm-hmm uh and again i might be looking too much into that that might not even be the case but regardless it's something that i thought of when i was watching it so i might as well just talk about it on air and get roasted for it later that's fine that's what we do around here okay so the very end of this episode rex does finally say his farewell as hunter is spotted by the scrapper guild And they immediately say they are going to notify the Empire. So first of all, we got this moment that Zach already talked about earlier in the episode where this is a heavy tease of the Bad Batch's eventual uh, joining of the Rebellion because of this conversation. It just kind of seems like it's heading that direction. Mm -hmm. But them notifying the Empire, for me, tells me that we're finally going to get the return of Crosshair. I think hopefully, I keep saying this each week, hopefully next week hopefully this coming friday we see crosshair return to the bad batch because he's part of the bad batch he's part of the crew jacob what do you
2: think okay um first uh rex is speaking with someone on his uh communication device oh yes he says that he's that. going to the rendezvous point and mm-hmm. it sounded like a male that he was talking with so mm. I was wondering who that is, possibly that he was talking with.
0: Since I used his name last week, I will go with Bell
2: Organa. You, you think it's Saw Gerrera? I have no idea, and mm. that's just something that I'm gonna keep in my mind. Yeah, is that he yeah. was talking to some man. Okay. man. About I
1: me, um to an- to answer your question, I think it's the return of Crosshair. I do. Um, okay. I, it's been what, what week? four weeks yeah since we've seen him three weeks something like that i think uh i think next week is going to be very action heavy very fast paced um Mm -hmm. them on the run or um maybe it even maybe it even gets to the point where we get crosshair back maybe not next episode but we now know of how to do it and get Mm -hmm. the chip out so maybe they can stun him or whatever um i don't know the rules but you know, mm-hmm. get one good hit on him, yeah. throw him in the thing, and then get the chip out and get Crosshair mm-hmm. back into the bad batch. Um, I don't, I, that's pure speculation. I right, wouldn't right, say right. that that's a, you know, probability, but now we know we can do it. And so mm-hmm. I think that opens up that door. But um, I think Scrapper Guild's is going to get the empire, and who are they going to get on it? Crosshair. Agreed. Okay.
2: Well, I have maybe like a different opinion. Okay. Um, we know that it's been, uh, like in the back of Hunter's mind at least, ever since the episode where he and Omega are out in the planet and they're looking for the flashlight or yeah, you know, the the lightning like the, animal, yeah, and the the electricity animal, yeah, yeah and and uh, Omega's like talking about. Uh, crosshair who used to be on your squad, you know, I know that you are still thinking about him, and um because he was on your squad and he was you know, and Hunter is like, yeah, um, maybe one day we can try to get him back, so we know that that's been in the back of his mind ever since then, and probably on the honestly ever since they left him on Camino um so that's definitely going to be something that's gonna happen is another showdown between uh the bad batch and crosshair do you but think that happens
1: this episode
2: i have always felt like that's going to be like towards the end of the season like yeah. the uh, conflict that wraps this i
0: think you're right up. i think yeah. you're right yeah that's that's kind of where i'll fall to i think that's where this season's going to bookend
2: and I feel like this coming episode, there might be, okay, we might see, like, uh, clone troopers in the white, you know, just plain white clone troopers. Um, I'm wondering, are we ever going to see clone, I mean, uh, stormtroopers in this show? Um, really been wondering that. I, and uh, that'd be really cool if we did see that transition of armor. I um, think we do. I think we we'll yeah. see it
0: eventually That'd for be sure. Really cool.
1: That'd if be not really this cool. season, a later season. If yeah. they continue to push it, yeah. Other seasons. I, I yeah. think we, I think we do see it. Uh, and I next... don't, I don't know if if Crosshair would be the the season wrap. I, don't, I, I may differ yeah. from you guys. Really, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's more of like a mid season thing to me than a than a. Well, we're
2: already seven, I, seven but... episodes in. Right. I mean, that's right. Many, and there's sixteen. They're gonna.
0: Next week is the mid season. So if Zach's yeah. feeling that way, it's potential.
1: Well, yeah, it's a lot to do in one episode though. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. It you is. guys may be right in that, but I do and, think we see crosshair next week. I will yeah. throw that out there. Yeah.
2: Same. And I'm trying to keep in mind the trailer where we see them mm-hmm. fighting, uh, clone troopers in mm-hmm. the plain white armor. And I feel like that might be what we're seeing mm-hmm. next week. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So where do you guys think it takes place on that Probably ship, Probably right there at
1: Brocca. You think so? Okay. Yeah. I, I think so too. I just uh, I, I think know. that
2: the Scrapper Guild would call it in and you know they immediately the show up be like, all right, cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I figure. Yeah.
1: That's what I figured too. But um, yeah, no, I'm and, excited for next week. Yeah.
2: And what about the way that the Scrapper Guild people looked? Oh, they were cool. Yeah, they were were really they looked almost like Sith like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they were really cool looking. Or something.
1: They looked really creepy to me, like in a good way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well listen, I'm still mentally thinking, so I'm I'm good with everything y'all said with Crosshair. I lean more so with Jacob and Zach, you might even be leaning toward that now after he pitched that marvelous idea of, I do personally think that Crosshair is going to be the bookend of this season, regardless of that's him coming back to dying or something or dying. Right. Mm. One of the two, I think that would be where this season might wrap up, but I want to go back to when Jacob mentioned, the person that Rex was communicating with. I want to remind those that listen about Fulcrum in rebels. Fulcrum was a Tano, but disguised as a male voice. So
2: oh, I didn't know that
0: it's possible, <laughs> possible there that he that. was actually talking to a Sokatano instead of Bail Organa
1: or I don't you, know, you get, name You're it. getting all nerdy on me over there. <laughs> and i love it look you got rebels bro i would have never known that so i love that thank you um yeah i, I it's, mean it's that's possible. freaking awesome that's cool it's, it's possible well yeah.
2: well and even i haven't seen all of uh rebels now may you know more about it than i do um, yeah we gotta get on it i didn't know that so that's cool that's that's a good point that's very valid cool I you got anything else? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I got nothing else other than I loved this episode of The Bad Batch. I th- I think mm-hmm. I can speak for all three of us. Top tier all the way around. Rex coming back was great. Wrecker yeah. and Omega's relationship was beautiful. Wrecker going bad there for a second was intense. And yeah. it teases possibly the return of Crosshair next week. Now, I do have one final question for us to consider only because I love this character and I hate to not see him some more so do you guys think this was the last time we see Captain Rex in the bad batch at least for this season Zach
1: I will start with you in N-O. oh he's coming back okay Jago. it'll be he'll be part of the rebel part where they come and be with the rebels he'll be in gotcha
2: okay Jacob I think that might be it for him this season.
0: Mm. And I, mm-hmm. I think I lean toward so, Jacob.
1: We gotta fight for it, huh? All right, boys. All right, let's do it.
0: No, no I uh I hope for Zach's scenario. I want to I mean, see Rex as yeah. much well, as
1: possible. It makes sense because he literally tells him, like, hey, Meet the rebels, it. go Meet freaking join them. Ready. Yeah. And then he goes mystically into the fog. It's like,
2: all right,
1: <laughs> we'll yeah. see you again. Yeah, um, but but really we will see
2: revenge, him right? again. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, um, y'all, y'all might be right that it may not be this <laughs> season, but there's 16 episodes. True. So
0: we're, yeah. We, we still got we ways got, to go.
1: We got a long way to go. So we'll I, I do think, mm-hmm.
0: do think so. we, since we got a long way to go, we at Mando Talk is still going to be covering it for you from beginning to end. We can't wait to do that. Again, update for all of you. Potential, we are leaning toward thursday evenings going live with our star wars news and then on monday releasing our normal bad batch spoiler discussion breakdown so keep that in mind as we move forward uh hopefully you enjoyed this i feel like again i feel like we were able to discuss things in this episode that maybe we wouldn't have felt like we had the time to do so in our previous format um so yeah i personally think it was great but you as the listener as the audience let us know what you think comment in the youtube video if you're watching us there if you're listening on podcast platforms click that discord link even if you're on youtube click that discord link and come tell us there because we just love talking to you guys again you get to see some cool gifs some funny some jokes uh roasting zach for not seeing rebels and clone wars seems to happen on a daily basis at this point at least
1: once a week right it seems like it
0: comes (laughs) up on our show too but again i stand by the fact and i've already said it this episode i stand by the fact that i think it gives this podcast an interesting dynamic because you get to see the fan base as a whole so i'm mm-hmm. not gonna I when i roast you zach it's all out of good fun it's got nothing to do with you know <laughs> yeah. i think you're not a fan or anything it's yeah, just yeah. Fun, fun to do
2: yeah
1: for sure and it, what a, what a good episode to talk about I, I was very happy this is the second episode that i've really been itching to see what's next mm-hmm. um Oh, uh, third, I guess, because I really like the first episode, but yeah, um, I actually am really excited about the next Friday. I can't wait to see what happens. I hope we see Crosshair. I hope we get action. Um, I I'm excited. So yep.
0: agreed, yep. Jacob. Well, we appreciate you being here this week, and uh, whenever you can, whenever you want to, you hop on. We really appreciated your insight this week. I think you added a lot to the table as far as breaking down the Bad Batch goes. But thank you for being here, brother.
2: Yeah, good to be here, as always. Yep. Good to see Absolutely. you. Thank you.
0: All right, Zach, you have any other final thoughts before we send our lovely viewers and audience on their way?
1: Nope. Uh, we, uh, we, just, we we just love all y'all. Thanks for uh, listening to us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well,
0: we are going to get out of here. We hope you have a blessed week. And as always, you know what's coming. We have spoken.